Hello, friends. Thank you for participating in our Read Together initiative throughout 2023, including on this Ash Wednesday. The holy season of Lent starts today. Lent consists of the 40 days immediately prior to Easter, excluding Sundays. Though Lent was originally a period of fasting and preparation for the baptism of new believers, this significant season of the year has evolved into a time of penance for all Christ followers. So as we begin Lent today, I am highlighting repentance. The concept of repentance is not limited to Lent, as it appears not only in today's Ash Wednesday readings, but throughout Scripture. We read it in the stories of the biblical matriarchs and patriarchs as time and again they misstep and then get back on track. We see it in the up and down pattern during the days of the judges as the people follow God faithfully for a while and then wander off in a wrong direction until a God-following judge rises to lead them back into God's way. The same was true during the days of the prophets, culminating with John the Baptist and his focus on repentance. Jesus' teachings, as well as those of the early church, also include the concept of repentance. Repentance sounds like a deeply theological word that is daunting, distant, and discouraging. In reality, though, it is a common and uncomplicated practice. Today, I will name four parts to repentance. For additional reading and insight, I encourage you to look at the definition of repentance in the Wesley Study Bible, page 1181. Action 1. Recognition. Repentance begins with us recognizing that we are going in the wrong direction. This is what the prophet Isaiah is talking about when calling the people to loose the bonds of injustice, to undo the thongs of the yoke, to let the oppressed go free. That's from Isaiah 58, verse 6. We can apply this to our social structures. Then the psalmist personalizes the need to repent when he writes in Psalm 51, For I know my transgressions and my sin is ever before me. Where in your life are you going in the wrong direction? Perhaps it has to do with a relationship, your general treatment of others, or your lack of attentiveness to injustices in our society. Maybe it is about how you spend your time and money. During this Lenten season, will you join me in identifying those areas of life where we need to change direction in order to walk more fully in Jesus' way? Action 2. Sorrowful Confession Repentance is about more than recognizing that we are off track. It continues as we experience sorrow for hurting God and others and confess our sin, asking God's forgiveness. The prophet Joel states this beautifully when he says, Yet even now, says the Lord, return to me with all your heart, with fasting, with weeping, and with mourning. This is more than a flippant, sorry about that. It involves allowing ourselves to feel the pain of the consequences of our wrongdoing and asking forgiveness for any areas in our lives where our missteps have disappointed God and or hurt others and asking God to forgive us. 
Where in your life do you feel deep sorrow for hurting another person and or disappointing God? Maybe it was harsh words you said or an action you regret. Perhaps it involves your contribution to a broken relationship or a decision you made which you wish with all your heart you could redo. Will you join me in seeking God's forgiveness for our wrong attitudes, words, and actions? Action three is related to action two, forgiving others. In the section of scripture between today's two Matthew readings, note a qualifier given by Jesus in this matter of seeking forgiveness. Jesus teaches the disciples to pray. Halfway into the prayer, Jesus says to God, and forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. So, repentance requires that we forgive those who have hurt us. True repentance does not allow us to hang on to grudges and ill feelings to others. Forgiving those who have caused us pain is not about earning God's love and grace. Rather, it is in response to all that God has done for us through Jesus Christ our Lord. Granted, this can be complicated depending on what others have done to hurt us. It does not necessarily mean that we will be in close relationship with those who've harmed us. Indeed, we may need to protect ourselves from a repeated offense if the other person is not trustworthy. And it may take years of prayer and in some instances counseling if the hurt has wounded us deeply. Even so, we are called to forgive in connection to our own repentance. Is there someone in your life you need to forgive for hurting you or a loved one? Are you harboring resentment toward a person or a group of people whose actions or attitudes have made your life harder? Though forgiving others is not always fast or easy, Christ followers strive to forgive as Jesus forgives us. Action four, change direction. Repentance first requires recognizing that we are walking in the wrong direction. It then involves sorrowful confession of our wrongdoing in which we ask God to forgive us as we forgive others. Then there is one thing more. We change direction to follow God's way. In his sermon, Salvation by Faith, John Wesley speaks of repentance as an act of faith that leads to conversion. This means that we change direction so that we are walking God's pathway. And in the process, we are transformed. This is what 2 Corinthians 5, 20b to 21 is describing. We entreat you on behalf of Christ, be reconciled to God. For our sake, he made him to be sin who knew no sin, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. As we repent, we change more and more into the likeness of Christ, and we grow in our capacity to walk in the right direction. How do you sense God is leading you to change direction? What will it require of you? What is the next step for you to take in turning around? In our Christian journey, it is essential that we walk in the right direction. I invite you to join me in imagining this scene. Picture yourself with your back to God, surrounded by noise, confusion, uncertainty, and darkness. 
Then envision yourself slowly turning around to face God. As you turn toward God, experience the peace that surpasses all understanding and the light that floods your soul. That is part of what it means to repent. Welcome to the Lenten season. May it be full of the four actions of repentance. As a result, we will experience God's continual transformation in our lives. As always, it is a privilege and joy to serve as your bishop. God, we thank you for this season of Lent. As we enter into it, we do so focusing on repentance. We pray that you will help us to recognize those areas in our life where we're walking in the wrong direction. We sorrowfully grieve and confess the failings in our lives. And we pray, God, that we will experience your forgiveness and that we also will have forgiving hearts toward others. And as we go deeper into this arena of repentance, we pray that you will continue to transform us more and more into your likeness every day. These things we pray in the name of our risen Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen.